What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar with the great Hello Sport. Make sure to follow them on Instagram at Hello Sport Podcast, the Punters and Dribblers group on Facebook, and subscribe to their podcast on all good podcasting apps. Plus, subscribe to their YouTube as well. Uh, they've got a Ray Warren uh, episode coming out tomorrow, so make sure to tune in for that. This Sunday, before the grand final at 4.30, Bloke is doing a live show with Hello Sport, Guru and Timmy. That is at the Locker Room Hotel. It starts at 4.30. She's going to be chockers, so get down there early. Uh, it is just outside a core stadium. The stadium is already sold out, so it's going to be a huge day. Make sure to get down, grab a feed, drink a bloke midi or a full-strength bloke, uh, and just celebrate the year with us. It's a way to say thank you. It is completely free to come in. It's completely free. And also, you can even watch it from the outside because the stage is set outside. So make sure to get down the Locker Room Hotel from 4.30 p.m. on Sunday. Also, DMP shirts are now live on bloke.shop. Head to bloke.shop, grab your DMP shirt. The sale closes on Monday. Once it's closed, it is done. Make sure to grab a case of Bloke in a Bar beer for footy this weekend, guys. It is the beer of rugby league. No other beer loves footy the way we do. You know that. So sit back, enjoy the grand final with the unofficial beer of footy. Uh, we've got MIDI. We've got full strength. Go to blokeinabar.com. We've got a store located there. Plus, we are in every single Celebrations, Bottolo, IGA Plus Liquor, and Porter's Liquor in New South Wales and ACT. So if you live in New South Wales or ACT and there's a Celebrations or a Bottolo near you, they will stock Bloke in a Bar beer. Head down, grab a case, enjoy the footy. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby! Just a Bloke in a Bar. There's nothing, there's nothing funny about this situation we find ourselves in. Yeah, what, what about this is funny? <laughs> Fucking terrible. Well... What I will say though is that you've you've showed your you've uh, showed your cards because a real friend would allow me to have a fucking suit too. You'd bring a suit for me. I'm going to die. Dude, we actually did leave the suit. We did have a suit for you. Yeah, well, now I'm dead. Well, no, because we brought you down, mate. I'm literally we, dead. We re- rebuilt fucking Bloke in a Bar Studios, <laughs> 3.5 kilometers underneath the earth, so that you could come down here and record. Well, then why are you in that then? Because you care we, more about you boys than me, and I'm part of the crew. Yeah. Because we got to go back up on the surface at some point. We gotta go oh, I don't. You no, know, we got to get supplies and shit. <laughs> oh, because you did the marathon. That's right. Yeah. 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 We got to go get well, supplies because because we're heroes, and that's the sort of thing we'll do for our friends. But yeah. you're more than welcome for your spot in the bunker, Denon. Oh. <laughs> And we'll let you borrow the suit Let's, if you need why to. Get don't, up there. Why don't we start with a thanks? Yeah. Tom and Eddie. How about that? For building the bunker. Yeah. For, for bringing you down <laughs> I feel like, so this isn't what, like I walked into the normal studio, this isn't the normal area. This isn't in. the normal studio. This okay. is, we're 3.5 kilometres under the earth. 3.53, oh. Tom. 3.53. <laughs> and, might I add, the fact that we replicated your studio. To a T. To a fucking T, Dennett. <laughs> should be applauded. Muesli bars and empty water bottles and all. Helen, well, did, did you? saw it. What is... What is in Denon's studio that we need to replicate? It's, you know, seven, maybe 800 half-finished water bottles. I have just noticed his shirt. What's his what's, shirt? Well, what's that about? Summer is coming. <laughs> what? I mean, and you want a fucking suit? Bro, the great Gutho, is, he has spoken. Summer is coming. I mean, and you want a fucking suit. You're here, you're here laughing in the face of the earth ending, the, our time on this planet coming to an end. And you're celebrating it. I'm not celebrating it. Sometimes prophecies 
They're undeniable. I thought you were just a fucking Thrones nerd. And then I was like, oh, wait a second, that's Gutho. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the warning has been set. The warning has been summer, summer is coming. Well, summer, like technically just from a seasonal perspective, summer is coming. Well, that's what the shirt's for, actually. If, it's not actually. Look, uh, can I say something? Yeah, of course. Summer, if the eels lose and the sun doesn't explode, summer is coming. So in many ways, that shirt is celebrating the loss of Paramount. Yes. Mm. Because there will be no summer with no earth in it. Mm. And there will be no summer with no sun in it. Mm. So what you're promoting there is a Panthers famous victory, back to back, humping of the eels. We come out from the bunker and we enjoy a summer together. All seven and a half, eight billion of us. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I, I totally respect where you're coming from, Eddie. Have you watched Game of Thrones though? Yeah, I have, yeah. So within the context of the image, yeah. they used to say winter is coming, mm. which was also known as the long night. And everyone died in that, the long night. It actually destroyed half of Westeros and also some of the southern and southern southeastern, um, I think it's Asahi, one of the greatest cities of all oh, in Westeros. So within the context of the image, mm. it actually does make sense. But in the context of <laughs> no, where really. we're at, no, not, not really. For reasons I've just explained, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. Well, it makes sense, but not in the way you implied. Eddie, oh. I've just got a notification from our uh, chief uh, engineers down here that the air pressure has levelled out and we can probably take these fucking <laughs> okay, masks great. off. No, wait, 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 wait. I've got to call. Nah, they reckon... Hold, well, hold. I mean, you don't have any access to the hold. fucking... Who's your, you don't even I connected to the Wi-Fi, bro. You don't even know who the engineer is. Uh, I connected who's to the Wi-Fi. engineer? Look, he, he said, hey, bro. If, he you said, guess, if you guess the engineer, we'll believe you. What's his name? Tobler. No. Fuck. He's good. He's well, good. Well, neither of you know it is, because he said he's good and you said no. No, I was being silly. It's definitely not Tobler. As, <laughs> as if we're giving that little bastard fucking nah. control of the bunker. No. Nah. Take this off. Okay. At least we'll die together. Well, not, we not. won't die now. Um, look, and we also could see you were breathing pretty well. So. Yeah, that was a good yeah. indicator. You were, you were our canary down the fucking. But you just don't line, have the beak. Line. You don't have the beak that I've got, so maybe it's that. Well, you take more oxygen, so you might die first. You would die first. No, but I'm going to take in the oxygen in this closed-off room. You, therefore, you would die because I'm taking all the oxygen. Well, if it's poisonous, then you'd be dead, and we'd be like, okay. No, but in this room, in this room, because we're in a bunker, aren't we? No, but we've got oxygen getting pumped <coughs> in, clean oxygen. Oh, that was okay. what the whole text message was. It was like, oxygen's been leveled out. We're good to go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're obviously not a big engineer guy. That's fine. Engineer. You're not a big engineer. Mm. What kind of engineer would be doing the oxygen? Ah, civil. Civil engineer. Yep. Yeah, so that's but right. wouldn't you wouldn't you actually need like a biologist to, to check whether the air is sweet? We've got a team. Oh, but there's sorry. a head okay. guy. My bad. My yeah. bad. I yeah. should have known that. Yeah, you you had a biologist as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and a climatologist. Yeah, as well. A digger, just a dude who digs. Digologist. D or Dave dig, dug out the whole bunker. Yeah, a digologist. Could you like if you yeah. if someone said like oh yeah I dig holes compared to oh I'm a digologist? Mm. Sounds much more fancy. I wonder though whether. Digologist sounds like you're trying to, you know, spruce it up, which makes you sound shitter. Mm. Don't don't try like, to spruce it up, dirt boy. Like, um, <laughs> you, know, you, know you can spruce up terms. I'm saying there's nothing wrong with like being a digger of holes. Front of house. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Okay, you know, front of front house. Of I house. like that. Mm. You can you can you can jazz shit up. But I, I reckon... don't think digologist works. Well, listen. So if someone said that they're a digologist, what would you think? Immediately, think, off the like you're at a, you're at a. I think you're a liar. 
Then you're at a you're at an afternoon barbecue. I would think archaeology. Your kids are running around. You're meeting a guy. He's well dressed. Yeah. Presents nicely. He's well spoken. Good banter. He's got good chat. Everyone seems to like him. People are shaking his hand. He's yep. looking him in the eyes. You got a firm one as well. Yep. And he's telling jokes. The women love him. The men love him. And you go, mate, what do you do? And he says, I'm a digologist. What I, do you think he does? Immediately, I think all the goodwill that you have just earned through <laughs> sol solid handshakes, making everyone laugh, being affable, personal, cooking looking the in the eye, cooking the snacks, great smile, probably a couple of dimples. Yeah. Everything you've just his done. He slaps his wife in the ass. Like, yeah, well, but in a playful way. Nice, playful way. Consensual, consensual oh, playful yeah, way. She's grabbed yeah. his cock yeah. She's, she's grabbed him and he's upset. Of course, of course. But I would then be like, you've undone all of your good work by saying you're a digologist because that's not a thing. But wouldn't your curiosity which killed the cat, by the way, but <laughs> mm. w w wouldn't your curiosity peak and you go, yeah. what do you mean? I'd go, what the fuck's that, you dimple-faced fuck? <laughs> Holy shit. I think shit. that's tough. That is tough. No, I'd but I'd be saying that in a friendly way because at this point we're getting on and then it's like, but it's now on you to explain to me how you aren't just a digger of holes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Look, I I'm going to have to side with Eddie here. Mm. I would be, be like, okay, archaeology is something like he digs yeah. up bones and shit maybe. Yeah. But, see, if you, but you're an archaeologist <coughs> if you dig up bones. Well, but, but there could be specific, like here's like a really, really precise digger so that he doesn't break shit up. Yeah, well, maybe the digologist is the pre-work to the archaeology. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Look, I get it and I like, you guys are a bit pie in the sky, you know, there's a naivete <laughs> to that. I just think that the term digologist sounds so unsubtle and gross that I'd be struggling maybe to- Maybe it's French. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah, again, the French is a French language is a little bit nicer than digologist. <laughs> again, a bit more poetry to the French. Digologist. Yeah, see, I was going to say, if you would have a bit well, of a twang you, on how it. How do you say dig in French? Because now we can start to get into something where it's believable if you yeah, have like okay. a French word for just being a but digger. But in saying that, that's if, how you if you're talking up. Aussie and then you all of a sudden have one word in your sentence. Talking sounds, Aussie. Yeah, talking Aussie. Love it. Well, you know what I mean when I said it, though, didn't you? No, I love it. But you know what I mean. I love it. But you know what Talkin I mean. Talking Aussie, dude. Talking Aussie. Digologist. But you know what I mean, though, don't you? I'm saying I know what you mean. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks. Digologist. And then you, all of a sudden you throw in a French accent, that's when you're a bit, a bit of a fucking Derek. Yeah, but if the word is French, you're saying I can't help this. I can't help what the word is. But we're talking, we just, we just brought up mm. accents mm. and the joke's going down this way. Bonjour. Exactly. Yeah. But if, you say, if I say bonjour and then I go, oh, bonjour. I'm a dickhead. You don't put the accent on. That's the fucking joke. What joke? I'm that was a joke that was trying to land and you were just chopping it at the fucking... I didn't get it. <laughs> what do you got there, Matty? Cruiser. That's dig huh? in French. Cruiser. 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 Cruisologist. Cruisol oh, I like that. See, there you go. Now we're into some fucking... I'll buy that. You can sell me that at the but moment. But then everyone goes, what's that mean? And he yeah. goes, well, digologist. Yeah. <laughs> and you're back to where you started. You're back to where you started. Yeah, yeah, there's no way out of this thing. I'm not buying digology. And I'm sorry if that makes me a party pooper. It a does. A pooper of the yeah. party. You are a no, party no. pooper. Look. Who was the first party pooper? Like, did they actually shit them their pants or? Mm. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, did you poo at the party? I've pooped myself in some places. But at a party, did you? Not at a party. So you're not, not, you're not technically a party no, pooper? No, not a party pooper. Just to oh, do I would have felt like a bloke that shit himself like rises the energy of the party because it's funny. Well, I think context's important. <laughs> yeah. True. You know what I mean? If you're on a mad Monday and a bloke shits himself, I think that's, I think that's a good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're at a fucking engagement party and you shit yourself. That's not a good time. I don't think you're having a great time. I, I shit myself at especially a- Especially if you're, you know- Just gets down on a knee. Especially if you're at, you know- you're, Maybe your, maybe your missus is from overseas and you've never met them before oh. and you've flown halfway around the world and the first thing you do at the engagement party they put on for you, 
You just shit yourself <laughs> in pants in front of a room of strangers. Well, it's only up from Is that there. Fun? I put myself in DT. In what school? Design technology. Design of technology. Did you do yeah. TT up north? Design of technology. No, I've never. Mate, even to heard be of honest, that. it was like DT could be what woodwork is it? or it could be fucking computers. It's like wood. Uh. It's woodwork, steelwork. But even um, computer. I had a DT. Sewing. I had like a computer programming. Sewing. Sewing. Did I sewed a pillowcase? Cooking. Once. So is it more like I about did, designing like things? Then actually, I think it's a fucking fancy way of just saying shit that isn't like maths in English. Mm. But I pooed myself as we were lining up to leave the classroom <laughs> at the end of the day. Wow. Yeah, that was nice. I was wearing shorts as well. Really? Leakage? Yes. Down the leg? Yes. Were you waddling like a duck? I ran, not waddle. You did anyone waddle see you? Well, people like noticed that I, there was a smell. But did oh. people notice? Hey? But did it confirm? Or could you just go people to allegedly? People were like, I see poo on you. No, Thank, <laughs> thankfully. So but you, I was running. I was moving like lightning to get to a bathroom. Well, even you shooting yourself, I can't see you moving like lightning. Well, the equivalent, lightning okay. for me. Contextual light. Yeah, not Jason Saab. Okay. But just like quick enough to know that I need to get to a bathroom quick sticks. Okay, quick sticks. Yep. Yeah, okay. So was it cruisologist? Cruologist? Cruiser. So Cruiser. Cruiserologist. Speaking of uh, Europe, going to Europe next week. But I'm having issues with the missus because, and this is stinging me because obviously we're going to walk a lot together. Yep. And we'll walk, walk a, lot a lot together. Mm. Yeah. And like we, you know, we begin to walk together just to like gauge walking together. But we found you out- You started walking together to gauge walking together. Before Europe. So you don't do much walking together. We Hold do, but not long distances. A second. What? Well, we walk together, but not long distances. So you're practicing long distance walking Well, we're just together? getting the legs under us before we go to Europe. Okay, getting Ks in the legs. Yeah. Okay, I understand. We're walking together. Well, no, no, so I understand. No, no, because you, you set that up in a way that suggested it wasn't about time on pins. Mm. It was more about seeing if your walking was compatible. Mm. But that's where I was going to get to. Okay. I was going to get to. And unfortunately, I have a concern that our walking is not compatible. Why? Someone quicker than the other? Yes. Okay. And I don't know whether I'm a really slow walker or whether she's a turbo walker. I think, and I can only use one sample size, mm. and that's Ella. She walks, she walks too quick for my life. Yeah. She has these like- And I think I walk quick for Steph. Really? How did you work through that trouble? I think you just have to probably find a happy medium. You know what I mean? You can't go too slow, you can't go too fast. Yeah, you gotta find the Goldilocks zone. Mm. I stick my, I just go, this is the speed I'm walking at. Yeah. And if you don't Meet like it, then we ain't walking together. I guess it depends on, yeah, like, if you're just walking to get time on pins, as you said. Yeah, time on pins. Then there's a, it's a different context to, like, when you're perusing the Coliseum, mm. you know, and you're stopping and you're looking at shit. Mm. Then I think it's sort of about, like, how interesting is this fucking place and, yeah. like, how long do I want to spend looking at this shit. Mm. That will dictate speed for me. If I'm really interested in something, I'll go as slow as you want. But if it's like, okay, cool, a fucking clothing store, it's like, get me out of here. Mm. Mm, it's, it's a tough one because you're still going to have to walk to certain places, even if you enjoy the specific place you get to. True, transit walking. The transit walking is going to be tough because she has very strong little Filipino calves. Okay. And i got skinny calves. And I think that's where the power difference is. You, know, you, need, what to work, it, you need to work on your speed maybe. And that's what's hurting me because that was my fucking gift and I don't yeah. have any more. Shit, that's, you've lost it. I've lost my speed and my missus is now faster than me. Have you considered like taking up race walking? Race walking. Well, my my uh, younger sisters used to do it. Shout out to Jane athletics. Savile. Shout out to Jane Savile, who won a bronze after she was cruelly robbed of, robbed of gold. Cruelly robbed. Better Last warning. I'd, look, I Come think on. that that judge should hang his head in shame. He should be shot. Like, was what, about 100 metres to go, if that? Well, she was like, no, she was entering the stadium. stadium. 
So what about two hundred? Two fifty. Four hundred around the stadium. Oh, no, because yeah. you come down the you come down the path and then you come around the bend. It'd be about two fifty in the entrance. But I thought you'd come around. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but then you go around the stadium. Oh, do you go a, a lap I around? I think so. Okay. Hard to remember. Yeah. I was young. Well, heartbreak sometimes let's, let's can blur. Let's say five hundred. She was inside the final K. Let's say that. Let's fucking agree on that. We can agree on that. Mm. Robbed of gold, gold for the nation. Good to see Jane <laughs> come back at Athens and win bronze. Not a gold though. Not a gold. At a home games, no less. This like was was that like the antithesis of Bradbury? Like, you know what I mean? Where he came from behind when everyone fell over, where she was robbed in front. Yeah. Well, it was just poor refereeing. I think oh. that's the difference. What's the worst call? That or that rugby union call with the time wasting where Australia Well, Jane Savile for sure. Yeah, Jane Savile's worse. Yeah. Robbing a proud Australian woman of gold in front of her people. Oh. In front of her people, her mm. family, her friends. That's, that was the same Olympics. It's unforgivable, in my opinion. Unforgivable. Now, the point is, race walking's going to lift you. Mm. Going to lift you up. Now, you don't have to do it the whole time. It looks a little bit dorky, but it's efficient as fuck. Yeah. Maybe I need to swing the hips a bit more. It's a lot of hips, a lot of yeah. arm. My hips are tight lately, too. Low back, hurting. You, gotta, you know is how to stretch the hip yep. flexors? Can I tell you? Yeah. Got to stretch the hip flexors. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. No, that's all it is. Put your leg up on a couch and just one, two, just pump. 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 Ten, and then pause on the tenth. Hold. Hold, hold from. I'd like to go hold. even. I like to go thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. not, I'm in. And then bang, I'm in. Other foot. Boom. You're boom, you're heading into boom, Goggins territory boom, in a minute. Boom. It's all hip flexor. Yeah. And how do I know that? For the last five years, my life would have been different. Mm. Not, it is a measure, not a measurably different. Your back certainly sorted itself out though. That's what I'm saying. Mm. But I'm saying I had back pain for probably the last five years, yeah. on and off. Mm. Didn't have that. Mm. If I stretched the hip flexors, you'd be I'm a different man. Yep. It all starts at the hips, really does. Everything. You know, talk about Caitlin Pongas, his hips don't lie. Yep. My hips are lying right now, that's for sure. My hips, my hips tell the truth. It's just not a, it's not a good truth. It's not a happy truth. It's not a truth you want to fucking see. Really? Nah. You, did, win a, you did finish a marathon though. Not off the back of the hips, I can tell you. <laughs> I tried to run again last week. A week yeah. after the marathon, I was like, fuck it, I'll go for a run. I actually think I was hurting more after that run than, than the marathon really? itself. Yeah. Make it that what you will. That is... Uh, hips, hips don't lie. They're just fucked. That is tough. Because they actually, they find that a lot of um, people that like, that when they go on diets and that, and they like, what's the word? Basically, crash diet, they actually go even worse after. And well, you may be in the middle of a crash diet. I'd say that's possible. It's possibly the case. It's very possibly the case. <laughs> I put on weight training for a marathon. How does that work? Well, because you didn't really train for it. That's how it works. Yeah. You marathon put on, you put on weight saying that you were training for a marathon. Well, I was training for it. There's no doubt in that. But it you was, are right, though. It's just that I was... Hips, comfortably the most honest <laughs> body part. Mm. Actually, speaking of that, did you... They can't tell a lie. Did no. you see Shakira is potentially being sentenced for eight years in jail? Uh, tax evasion she uh, won't go allegedly. to the big house will she well that's what they're trying to push for and she's i think she's allegedly saying that she was like her residential address was like bahamas or something like that but spain yeah they're trying to she just come out of the courtroom today i think i saw it on tv dude leave get out of there have, so where's she where's she been done Maybe, for this allegedly in spain uh, in, in spain i think yeah they've tried to come after high profile they tried to get neymar they tried to get neymar messi they tried to get yeah What's that all about? Well, because they don't want to pay tax. No, no, but as in like, it, it seems like, is it more because the Spanish government is very like on ya, or is it because that they are truly dodging tax? 
you know, I think I everyone think, I think, is probably dodging I think they're, tax. I think they're probably dodging tax allegedly, and allegedly. maybe, and maybe, allegedly. and maybe there's a couple of blokes looking for a little handout allegedly, allegedly, just to shush you up allegedly. Yeah, never happened actually. Mm. Everything we said didn't happen. Didn't happen. I think that they probably say in the coming months that they're, you know, the prosecutor and Shakira have come to a nice alleged agreement. Alleged agreement. Reportedly, that didn't happen. That may or may not allegedly involve this hand <laughs> movement, <laughs> which is uniform for warmth. Show me the money. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, boys, do you feel – now, I know that you're probably going to say – I know what your answer to this is going to be, but have you eaten any type of pie this week? Oh, there it is. Pie. Yeah. I haven't had a pie. No. This week I've had in the last week. I'm mean, trying to eat healthy. So this, so this, what was it? Friday night? You didn't have a pie at all. Mm-mm-mm. No oh, pie. No. No pie. No pie. No, no pie. I'm not a big. I like pie. Yeah, but mate, was mate, it force feed pie. to you? Maybe. Nah. On Friday night. Mm-mm. Got force fed a pie of no. some some. Well, I don't know what you're talking about because I tipped the eels. Mm. So. And I can't remember who I tipped. I think I tipped the eels as well, actually. So maybe like a victory pie? A victory pie? Oh, okay. So because you got on the bandwagon extremely late. Well, we just tip, well, we just call it as you said. You know? A victory pie? Yeah. Okay. We just call it as you said. Yeah, okay. Okay. I like, think I, I think could have sworn you Look, if I'm reading the room here, <laughs> and I like to think I am, I think you're implying that we should be eating humble pie. Now, <laughs> now Dannon, I don't know if you realise this, because you never want a comp, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's no prizes for second place, bro. If they win the comp, yeah, sure, yeah. humble pie. But they haven't won oh, okay. shit, so mm. it's not a successful year for them. No. What are we here for? To make grand finals and go sweet, we got second and go home. Fucking hell, that's pro- that's probably the attitude that's got them to forty years in the shitter. <laughs> Oh, it's, fuck. it's 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 win or loss, baby. It's okay. as simple as that. Damn. Damn. The words of Kobe Bryant: "Job not done." Wow. So that's I'll some, be eating nothing. RIP. That's R-I-P. some high standards. That's some high high standards. Well, that's what we expected, Hello Sport. <laughs> high, Grand high finals. Otherwise, it's a complete failure of a year. Well, like you, we, you either win or you don't. Mm. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think they've had a successful year. But we're not. We're not. I'm not debating whether or not they had a successful year. But I'm not eating humble pie unless they win the comp. Because all I've ever said is they're not going to win the comp. That's all I've ever said. I've never disputed them being in the eight or the four. Never happened. Wow. Humble pie will not be eaten because they won't win the comp. But if they were to win the comp, I'd eat humble pie. I wouldn't like it. You are currently dressed in like the summer, the sun exploding well, kit. Like you are currently dressed. But that's like that. that's you failed a pre prepared fail. So like, <laughs> they, if they were they're in the grand final, so you got to take the precautions. The, the The science says that they won't win a comp before the sun explodes, right? Oh. And the expectation was that that was around five billion years till the sun explodes. But they are in the grand final, so between now and Sunday, there's a chance that the sun explodes. Oh. So we've got to be ready for that. My bad. I I I. I Apologise, boys. I thought you were death riding the eels all year. No, dude. I could have sworn no. that you were death riding no. the eels all year. No, no, no. It's I could have sworn it. No, 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 wait, wait. We all make mistakes. <laughs> My bad, bro. That's all right. We appreciate your apology. And honestly, all the listeners, if if you had the same assumption as I do, I want you to apologise, Hello Sport. Yeah. They were not apologise in the comments. Death riding the eels all year. No, apologise in the comments. <laughs> apologise in the comments. Yeah. <laughs>
We'd appreciate that. Oh, and they're not preparing for the potential winning of the Eels right We're now. We're preparing for the sun exploding, not the Eels winning. Because the sun will explode before <laughs> the Eels win. Mm. So if the sun explodes, okay. And so when there was no chance that they would win the comp, mm. now there is a chance. Well, there's a chance that anything Well, there's happen. more chance than there was. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Fucking hell. We're prepared. Could, you know what? My interpretation all year has been terrible, boys. Mm. I apologise. Dude, thank you for apologising. Yeah, I did not know that you were not death riding the Eels. I could have been. No. I could have sworn uh. that Eels specifically was one of your most okay. disliked teams. That's fine. That's no, okay. dude, no, that's you not thought wrong. <laughs> no. You I, thought wrong. We accept your apology. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're, very, you're gracious. You guys yeah. are gracious. Yeah. yeah. If there's one thing you have, it's grace. Yeah. Look, when, you, when oh. you're faced with a potential end of humanity uh, as it's, as we know it, I think that humility is just sort of like the only way to Oh, it's key. Yeah, it's yeah. key. Humility and grace. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, Grace. Mm. Beautiful thing. Mm. Um, you know what's a beautiful thing? We've got a grand final show this Sunday from 4.30 until 6.30. Make sure to get down there. It's going to be the. It's already sold out. So I would be getting down there early because it's going to be absolutely chockers. So get down to the locker room hotel between four thirty and six thirty, and celebrate the year with us. It's completely free to get in because we want to celebrate the year with you guys and obviously say thank you so much for the support all year long. Um, and yeah, four thirty it starts, six thirty it ends. Going to be a great day. Come down, have a schnitty, have a feed. Grab a bloke beer, sit down, here's some dribble, here's some yarn, then go watch a grand final. Life doesn't get that much better. I mean, actually, it does get better. You buy Dirty Merger Podcast shirt. Dirty Merger Podcast shirts, boom, out right now. Apologies for people that are listening with headphones right now. They just exploded. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was us well, we're slapping excited. the desk with excitement. Which we're is pumped. fair. Which fair. You're excited. DMP shirts. Can we be excited? 100% you can be excited. Because I'm excited. <laughs> DMP shirts currently available on bloke.shop uh, pre-sale uh, finishes next Monday. So if you don't want to miss out, this is not going to get, uh, most likely it is not going to get redone again. Flying. So they are absolutely flying off the shelves. Flying. That is ending <laughs> on Monday. Uh, is ending on Monday, so make sure to get in the DMP shirts. They've got some, uh, it's custom art on the back with all the great stories that have happened on the DMP podcast. They're calling it the greatest uh, t shirt all <clears throat> Absolutely. Review's already in saying greatest piece of art ever seen up there with Mona Lisa. Yeah. They're going to hang it in the Louvre, potentially, but we said no shirt of ours is leaving this bloody great nation. Absolutely. And Mona Lisa. It's been purchased and it's being like shipped to yeah. another country. Do you know that? In which case, that's absolutely fine. Do you know the Mona Lisa is actually not even, it's not really famous for it being great. It's actually famous for the story of like it being stolen and shit and like brought back to France and that. Really? Yeah. I've is that never, why, is that why people care? That's because it's the, not like. It doesn't blow your dick off. I mean, off. it's Da Vinci. There's plenty like of dicks that not, were intact when they left. It doesn't blow your dick off. Yeah. No dicks have been it's blown like, off. Nah. I could take it or leave it. No disrespect to Mona or Lisa, but I'm just like. I, I, I like it because of its cultural significance, as in we all like it. What's, so the, like what's it. the Mona part of that? Of, of so I think that he painted, and they actually don't know uh, the lady that was painted. Don't um, they theorise that it was his- uh, Muse? Servant or something, or Muse, but it, I don't think it was his wife. How I don't old think, is it? Um, 1700s? <coughs> so it's not that old, either. <coughs> don't know, I just made that up. Oh, okay. Yeah. 1700s seems short. I'd, I'd say 1300s. A bit longer than that. Yeah, Maybe 1500s. 1700s is- Let's is guess. Not, yeah, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna say, uh, I'll say thirteen twenty. What do you got, Eddie? Sixteen forty nine. I'm going. 
I bet you can't be nice. 14.70. Very, very close, but no one was exactly right. It was painted over quite some time. 15.03 to 15.06, definitely, and possibly up until 15.07. Uh, you, you said 16. 16. Why, did, why did it take so long? <clears throat> what? You say like how long it took to paint. That seems like a long no, time. No, I think they'd have like a, as in when it like kind of oh, was done. Oh, they can't date it. Yeah, Sorry, so like, like exactly. Vo- Sorry, vo- um, But yeah, like it, I think it would be, you could look up like why is the Mona Lisa famous or whatever. And it like, it's it was given to some like uh, royalty. And then it literally, like what's weird is like things that we, it, that, like that is almost priceless today would just be sitting in some attic. And I, I think they found it in like an attic of a addict. Attic? Attic. 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 Um, attic, at, at, <laughs> and they found it in some yeah royal person's um, attic, <laughs> and then like I think it, then they like put it on show because it was obviously um, is it Da Vinci that did it? No, no, it's um, Leonardo. Yeah, Da Vinci did it, didn't he? Yeah, um, DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah DiCaprio. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio painted it, and then it got stolen, and there's a big story about how it got stolen, right, right, and then put back into the the museum. Heck there's a story about. <laughs> Steve Wynn, I believe, who's like a poor of sight. And he had, I think, a Picasso and he was showing it to someone. It's the most expensive. I think he was showing it to a, to a potential um, buyer mm. and he tripped and fell through it. Oh. <laughs> had to get redone at oh. huge expense. But then he sold it for fucking a couple hundred million. Oh. Like you, five years later. How do you resell that though once you fucking ruined it? Because they can, they can fix them. Mm. Like I get it, but you kind of, I wonder how much that knocks off the price. It didn't, it went up in price five years later, but that's time obviously. And I guess also that's part of the story to a degree, I guess, maybe the mythos. There's actually a really good documentary. I forgot what it's called, but it's about a person that was a part of like this, this wine, you know, an art like in syndicate or whatever. And they were basically like making fake like wine and selling it for like fucking I heard about twenty to thirty thousand well. dollars and everyone was like, Oh, this is like I can't believe they found this one and this one and they eventually like found the house it was at and it was in this like dingy house just with like arts and craft shit and like aging paper to make it all look and all these people that were supposed to be experts in wine, like full on experts i'm pretty sure it's wine unless i'm getting no, fucking i vaguely remember that that yarn as great well. documentary i can't remember what it's called but the whole time you're going surely not and uh, yeah, they were all fooled, all of it fooled. And it kind of just proves that like a lot of this stuff is just purely hype and cultural yeah. impact. It's well, it's not, the NFTs of the time. Pretty much, pretty much. Even though, granted, NFT does have some technology that I think in the future we'll use at the moment. Yeah, but like, you know, like just a fucking- Yeah, absolutely, like absolutely. Like, oh, well, the thing, the thing with the grand. NFTs, and please cryptos, please don't come after me. The thing that like when people go, oh, well, it's this picture that everyone's gonna like. Like, I understand that, but if they were already into priceless art, they would be in the art scene. Whereas like, if I'm buying a picture that is cool, I'm not in the that scene of like, where in my society that makes me cool. It would, like, like most people just don't care. Oh, you've got a, an ape or whatever. Like, I don't care, like whatever. Mm. It's um, a status thing though, having but, an ape. But that's what I'm saying, but it's a status but most people like driving a Range Rover. But most people that they're around <laughs> you know don't I mean? give a shit. Yeah. Whereas if I was to buy a piece of artwork in the art world, my status would be at the top because everyone values the same thing. You know? So I feel like it's a point it's almost a pointless value because even the intrinsic value of status you don't really get because you've got to tell someone that it is 
and most people don't even. Yeah, give but a I shit. think in the mm. internet world, people know recognize an ape. They know they're expensive, so that's the status. I, but it's I like, tell. It's like it's like you know wearing fucking. It's like wearing a Gucci shirt around. People are like, oh, okay. Like you're not. Do you love that fucking shirt more than any other shirt, or you're buying it because you want people to recognize? Yeah, you're but wearing Gucci, a fucking expensive. But brand. Gucci has like years and years and years of history built up for that and they and it very hard for it to be replicated whereas like these nfts and that they're super easy to be replicated like you can just put the picture up on your instagram and you look look like you have it like i just don't know whether it that side of it i do think yeah but you can buy fake gucci yeah it's everywhere there's more fake gucci in the world than real yeah absolutely I mean? but the gucci that like if you had just found out that it's fake obviously you know it's and also the quality of it is nowhere near as good as the real gucci i'd say what i've always felt like chicks Chicks buy a lot of fake shit, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Really? Yeah. Yep. I think the fake I think chicks buy heaps of fake shit. I if my missus ever bought fake, I would be like, please don't ever do that again. I bet you she probably has and you wouldn't even realise. Oh, you as in mean you mean accidentally buying fake no, stuff? No, not even like I just think that some like chicks will obviously like you can get a bag that's fucking super expensive and you can get the same thing mm. for cheap, but they're like kind of exactly the fucking same. Yeah. I don't really I don't get the point of buying fake stuff. That's what I mean. No, neither. Because I'm like, because you're, you're buying it to tell a story, but the story tells is bullshit. But see, I wonder though, with chicks, whether there's a story, I feel like chicks are also more happy to like admit it's fake. Like think about like- Oh, from not, to, and shit. not to no, everyone. No, 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 of course not to, not to everyone. But like to your friend, their friends and shit. But like, I think about like watches and shit, right? Like I like watches, but I can't afford them. So I'm not going to go and get a fake fucking Rolex in Thailand or some shit, right? You either can get it or you can't. And if you, I'd feel like a fucking fraud if I'm like, yo, I've got a Rolex. Mm. And it's like, oh. you're just like- Could you imagine you rolled yeah. in with a Rolex? Well, mate, I'd get one if I can afford it. Mm. I just, I wouldn't get a fake one. Mm. I, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think that the it's almost like, I understand as a young person, maybe you, you know, you're trying to prove yeah, yourself. Yeah, then it's and, obviously like, but then it's, it's just like, that's not real. Cause you're 21. Yeah, but <laughs> the parents could be, the parents might be up, fucking yeah. loaded. Good point. It's like, I understand when you're younger and you're trying to prove yourself and all that kind of stuff. But as you get older, it's like, come on, you got to grow past that and realize like, look, it's a, high, it's a high quality crafted bag, but do you really need that? Probably not. No, I think I, I feel like, and again, I don't know why I feel like I have any right to speak on women's fashion decisions. Cause I have no fucking idea, but I think like with like bags, for example, or like, it's kind of like, they look pretty much identical and it serves a purpose for like one outfit. So it's like, fuck it, I'll get the bag. Duh, as opposed to like something you wear on your wrist every day. As but a see, like I feel like a lot of women would just feel like you feel. Like I'm not going to wear something fake because that's not who potentially, I Potentially, potentially you're right. I don't have a fucking clue. Mm. Reach out, chicks, leave a comment. I feel like there was maybe a period where like people bought a lot of fake stuff. I don't, I don't know. It might not be around as much. Again, I got no idea to be honest. I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I think, I think it is. It's still around a lot, you reckon? Yeah, I reckon. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I, I feel like... Yeah, anyway, I guess I'll believe you, Eddie. I'm going to believe Thanks, you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it in there. Throw it. My eggs are going in your basket. Put them in. <laughs> but yeah, the NFT stuff is super interesting because I do b believe in the technology for sure, but I just don't... People are getting caught up in FOMO a little bit, I think. Well, I think they were. Mm. I don't know if they are now. But I think like the NFT stuff... Maybe the start of the year and the end of last year comes to buying anything. I was watching Maybe. a little doco today how like two guys essentially crashed the fucking, not fully crashed crypto market, but like it was like this massive knock-on effect where they had like nearly $2 billion worth of- That Korean guy. Uh, and his mate, they moved from America to Singapore and they just kept 
because their gains were so big, they could take on massive loans at high interest rates because their uh, profits were so big, so they could afford to pay it off. Mm. And it got to a point where all these other companies were then leveraging into them without any collateral. And so when they went and they defaulted on their loans to those companies, then they defaulted. And that's what started the big crypto crash last year and got it down to like from up from, I think it was about $65. Um, was this 65,000 sorry all the way down to 32,000 I think for a, for a, a bitcoin bitcoin's 24,000 now 24 so there you go there you go something like that when are we buying not yet are you releasing a hsp crypto coin not yeah. right now no. not right now no. dribbler coin though dribbler, dribbler coin, coin? Yep. yeah <laughs> i know any true dribblers own one mm. <laughs> and what does it get you well uh yeah, we don't want to talk about it right. <laughs> if you got a baggy grain though you've already got a share in one um, but I think the technology is, is definitely the way of the future. Decentralized, I mean, to a degree. Um, now, I've got just, to just before we start, I'll um, I, I'll I know this. I'm going back about 20 minutes now, but I'll put in. That's more our bad than yours. I won't explain it because it's too long. I literally just got lost in this article because it's so interesting. The theft of the Mona Lisa. I'll put it in the YouTube description. It is fucking interesting. Crazy, eh? Crazy, crazy. Like when it was stolen, it wasn't even the most famous art piece yeah, in the that's what i mean it's the, the story that's made it's famous yeah well, there you go and it was stolen for over two years yeah and so I, that's, I don't tell lies on this show i don't tell no, lies. no 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 should we, should we should steal something or like you oh, dress no. you're almost dressed to steal like pretend you're going in to like take care of the bugs and shit. but all but you like what's that photo of us and the trebovich brothers that time when we had that famous win like let's have that stolen yeah and then it goes on some wild goose chase before you know it that thing's fucking worth 500 million that's a good idea that's a great idea. Or priceless. You know what? You could get Tommy to steal it. That would be part of the yarn. That he Tommy stole the picture it. back. We steal it back off him. Boom. 500 million. 500 easy. Like it. With, with a couple of Bitcoin thrown in. Yeah, like yeah. It. Um, like it, like it. Now, uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Louis Liquor Barn in Cairns. Get into Louis at the Hambo for your grand final bloke in a bar supply. So if you live in Cairns, get into Louis Liquor Barn. Thank you for supporting us, Louis Liquor Barn. Really appreciate you stocking bloke in a bar. And also, Rag and Famish, just down the road from North Sydney Oval. Old school pub with cold beers, great food, completely family and dog friendly. Known for their homemade pies that we've now, you know, I guess... Confirmed you don't eat pies. Well, um, I eat pies, but oh, not the pies you're referring to. Oh, apologies, apologies. Um, I eat meat pies. Oh, sorry. Curry sorry. pies. Okay. That's, Chicken pies. You just don't eat that specific pie. Meat pies. Curry pies. So you'd love, to, you'd love to go to the Rag and Famish. Meat Cur pie? No, you, curry said, pie. you said curry pie to I said start meat. With. No, I didn't. Check the tape. It said meat, curry, okay, chicken. Okay, good. I thought you said curry off the top. I'm like, check wow, that's, that's fucking, that's aggressive. You know what is funny is like we still say check the tape, but on, like we don't. We don't, we don't check it and it's also not on tape. It's also not on tape. It's digital. No, that's not a dig at you. It's just like, it's okay. okay. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah. I just found it interesting. Mm. <laughs> um, dog, homemade pies. Yeah. <laughs> $8 schooners of bloke beer with the NRL grand, flat, grand final playing live and loud pairs perfectly with their $25 Sunday roast. That's at the Rag and, Fam Rag and Famish. I've been to the Rag and Famish. Good joint. Good joint. Mm -hmm. Great pies. Mm -hmm. Do they serve the kind of pie you don't eat, though? Listen, I don't look for humble pie, so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they do. Okay. Um, tastes like shit, humble pie. Yeah, it? yeah, it would. I've never, I said, never had it, but I'm sure it tastes like shit. 
You've never had good. it? Wouldn't no. Because like it's made out to be a bad thing. Mm. So what if, if, it, was was t- if nice, it was delicious? It's I, implied that it tastes like shit. Yeah. Mm. Maybe it's a poo pie. A poo pie. Yeah. They just renamed it Humble Pie, but yeah. it's just a poo pie. Every eel gets to take a big dump in it and then we got to eat it. <laughs> uh, poo pies. Uh, entries closed October 5th. Oh, sorry. Bungee Smuggler. <laughs> My bad. Poo pies. Entry's closed. Uh, <laughs> entry's closed for Do pooing in pies. Shit in the pie <laughs> and make the boys eat it. <laughs> it's, uh, entry's closed October 5th. <laughs> Budgie smuggler on the hunt for Australia's most ordinary rig. That's right. Doesn't matter what your rig is, as long as you're happy and healthy. Uh, entries close October 5th. And the top 10 will be flown down to Sydney, but taken the pageant. Hosted by the great Hello Sport, $10,000 up for grabs, half you and half of the chosen sport club or charity. You'll also get a billboard in your hometown. And I'll be getting tagged in plenty of average rigs. My missus keeps saying, why have you got a bunch of blokes dancing in your phone? I say, because I love it, baby. It's Mm. Budgie Smuggler. Yeah. It's Budgie Smuggler. Most ordinary rig. Dudes dancing with their fucking budgies on is what I get out of bed for. Absolutely. 100%. And it's been good to see a lot of dribblers uh, from the Hello Sport world also getting out there, tagging us, representing. Because we think that we've got the – we think that the, the most ordinary rig in this nation comes from the dribbler community. Okay. So we're very horny for so Is that a different world to the bloke world? Or? Well, no. There, there's the DMP world. Yeah. Which is us, yeah, the okay. three of us, yeah. three best friends. But you just wanted to single them out specifically. Well, I just wanted to make sure that the dribbler community <laughs> is being seen and heard as well. Because, you know. Because they weren't getting seen or heard. They weren't getting seen or heard. Well, I, I didn't say the bloke world was nah, tagging me. I did. said, I've just nah, been seeing that. Nah, yeah, nah, but the nah, camera nah, would have nah. been on you. You're the only Blokes one saying on behind, <laughs> Bloke yeah, behind you. Fucking, you know. <laughs> oh. Don't forget about the dribblers. <laughs> um, yeah, so make sure to grab a case of bloke in a bar as well, guys. The beer of footy. No beer loves footy the way we do. So head to blokeinabar.com. We've got a store located. You put in your postcode. Shows you the nearest stockers. Sit down. Enjoy the GF with a bloke beer. Now it's time for accountability. Hang on one sec. I'm not even kidding. Phil Gould tweeted this morning, I promise you, how many more years before the sun burns itself out? <laughs> Can fuck off. I'll, I'll send it to you right send now. Send me the screenshot, please. <laughs> oh, how good. The actual Phil Gould. The the actual, actual, yeah, not- he's like quote tweeting like a science thing that says an incredible mass ejection of the sun with Earth, like it's just this sun thing. What is he referring to the eels? Though? Wait, what? Some science thing? No, tweeted? no, he's referring to not referring to the eels at all. Oh, okay. But yeah, but is there like something happening with the sun right now? <laughs> In the science article? Uh, I don't. That would be fucking hilarious. That would be fucking terrifying. <laughs> well, I don't think it's exploding. I don't think so, it. man. Yeah, I think it's actually going to explode. <laughs> anyway, time for accountability. Eels, <clears throat> this is uh, Eels, 24-20, Sean Lane, man of the match. Eddie had Eels, 24-6, Moses, man of the match. Tom had Eddie, uh, had Eels, 30-14, Brown, man of the match. And I had Eels, 20-16, Gutherson, man of the match. Um, look, I think I take this one because, A, I think Gutho was a man of the match. B, I got the closest score. Well, Gutherson didn't. I'd say I got the closest score because my scores are sort of closer to everyone somehow. What? It was 24-20. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, Gutherson was definitely not man of the match either. Sean Lane like made Sean something Lane happen every was time he touched the ball. So fucking good. I, I had honestly, I and it's not even because I had that. I truly believe Gutherson was. No way, dude. Sean, Sean Lane, Lane was, was brilliant. Sean Lane was the architect of the comeback almost. The first half they sucked. I'm not all saying the dicks. Sean, look. I'm not saying Sean Lane was not that architect. I'm saying 
Gutho was amazing and probably saved about 12 to 18 points. Sean Lane was the only reason they won that game. <laughs> um, Fact. <coughs> um, look, we'll give you that one. No, yeah. I'm not. He thinks Gutho was man of the match. We should just take but it. But he got four points. Well, let's give him half and we'll take a point each for Gutho for, for Sean Lane. <laughs> Who we didn't have. Yeah, but we think he should have got it. <laughs> okay. Panthers 32-12. Cleary man of the match. Uh, Eddie had 20 all at full time. Panthers win 21 to 20. I'm going to cut it. Happy uh, man of the match. Tom had Panthers 20 to 16. Cleary, man of the match. <clears throat> and I had 26 10. Edwards, man of the match. Matt had South 18 14. Walker, man of the match. He gets his first fucking win. That's your first win. But I will say, like, he gets his first Edwards, win. Edwards was man of the match. Well, but anyway. Well, not the fucking <clears throat> records, bruh. Edwards, man of the match. Come on. Let's be real here. Bang. You, you can't. Yeah. The record's a record, though, isn't it, right? The oh, I'll give it to you. I'll Cleary's give it to you. But, like, Edward, and what Edward was the was score again? What's the final score? Uh, 30 to 10 or something. 32 30 to 12. 12. Yeah, right. Uh, what I did get right, though, was Panthers 13 plus. Um, but that's a win for Matt. Uh, that's a win for Tom. Thank you so much, everyone. I really appreciate the support. I know it's been a while, but, you know, sometimes greatness takes time. It's been a while, that's for sure. <laughs> Eddie's a bit tired. Yeah, yeah maybe week, tired. Mate. Mate. He, he has a, a habit of yawning in the middle of podcasts. Yeah. Or usually you try to swallow it. You don't, swallow but don't that swallow it. No, I was bored by that. I'm like, yawn. Well, I won. Yeah. I, I'd rather you just let it out, mate. I did. But like, I did no, let no, it no, no, but I've, I've seen plenty of times where you've been trying to be polite, which I respect. Yeah. Just let it out. Fuck it. Like, I'd rather you be comfortable. I did let that out. No, I know. you let that one out. Yeah, I did. But, like, I'm just saying for future reference, if you feel like letting it out, let it out, mate. Yeah, yeah. Which I just did. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a bit of fucking. It's a bit of fucking. Bit of zip about him, Jay. Bit, bit, bit of zip. Here. Bit, bit of, of stink. Bit of tension. Hey, tension. <laughs> uh, now Nathan Brown uh, has been picked. Brad Arthur has picked Nathan Brown for grand final at the expense of Bryce Cartwright. He hasn't played in NRL since round seventeen, and also I think he's only played like one game or two games of reserve grade. I think this is a mixture of two things. I think it's a mixture of I do believe he's going to offer more than Bryce Cartwright, especially if they've chosen to stick with Jake Arthur. Um, but also, I think this is almost like Nathan Brown's been at the club for a very long time, and it's a way of like, mate, we're in a grand final. I'm gonna repay you with, you know. Is that a if that is like that second one where it's like just is that a weird reason to pick someone nah, for a grand final? I don't in think like so. the biggest game where it's like I think if, plenty you of coaches, if he hasn't been good enough to make the side. No, since like round seventeen. I don't know, like if there's been an exact scenario like this, but I do. I, in my understanding, a lot of coaches it does play a big role like loyalty to certain like for example there's been plenty of times where and i know it's an injury but like a player has come in played really fucking well and then like one of their better senior players has been out for six weeks and now he'll get dropped for the senior player even though that guy's been playing really well and so if that guy wasn't a senior player would he come straight back in probably yeah, not is nathan brown hasn't been in the side because he hasn't been picked no no i understand that i understand it seems that. like an it seems like a funny time to be doing this I, I i just think that there there is a part of it i'm not saying it's the whole reason i think there's a part of it that is because he's been around for quite a while do you think this is like one of those things where you know we may look back on monday and go that was just an example of like trying too hard no, I think like when you look at when you look at okay, so like uh, why hasn't he been in the side for fucking ten weeks? Mm. Look, oh, for sure. I think he's the sort of player that can go in and be like real, bring a lot of mongrel cunt and oomph. And that's what the bench is that's like outside the, of Madison yeah. and, and uh, whereas Bryce Kifusi. sort of Bryce has a fucking error in him. Well, he did. He came on and, and did a stupid offload last. So week. that's the sort of thing where I think like I. 
I would be stressed. Bryce has got like an amazing play in him, but he's got one. But I'm a, a bit of a power about him where I'm like stressed about what they're going to do that's going to fuck us up. I think it's it's a like I, I agree with that 100%. I also think it's like when you look at who is going to impact the game when they come on, who's more likely? And it's Nathan Brown can impact the game. And yeah. I understand what you're saying, Eddie Well. It's like he hasn't been picked though, and they're into a grand final. But when you look over the last few weeks, outside of Madison, and I think it's Golfusi, like the other two haven't really impacted the game there. Mm. Jake Arthur is there to cover a half injury. Mm. He's not really there to impact the game. So they're going to try to get that from Brown, I think. And um, <coughs> I liked that Brad, and I'm going to paraphrase because I basically um, only think I heard him say this, but he's picked, he's picked Nathan Brown kind of on vibe. He's mm. like, I'm just feeling it. He's a vibe pick. He's like, I'm just feeling it. It feels like the right thing to do. Forgive me if I've made that up, but I almost am certain that I hopefully haven't. It is. I think it feels like a vibe pick. It's a vibe pick. Yeah, I think it feels. So. It actually feels right. I think. Yeah, I think you Do nailed you it. Bryce and Nathan. I think you nailed it earlier. He, he's looking around and he goes, "I need oomph on Grand Final day." Yeah. And cunt. Yeah. And mongrel. And a bit of dog. And dog. And mm. someone who's prepared to do the dirty work. Yeah. Or go in there and just get just get fucking down with it. Oomph, cunt, mongrel, dog. Dirty. A dog that brings oomph, like Tonka. Yep, cunt yep. and mongrel. That's it. That's Nathan Brown wrapped up in a nice, neat little package. What do you got there, Matty? I went back and had a look at his reserve grade game. So he hasn't played – like he was obviously didn't make the finals in reserve grade. So he hasn't played since round 25. And before before that, he didn't play since round 20. Yeah. So since round 20 – Two so, games. So he's played two games. That's so he's fresh. Was, fresh and ready. Yeah, fresh and ready. But also, he'd be on, he, I think he's going to come on for 25 minutes and just go skits. Um, and, I, and when I just look at this bench, with the fact that Arthur is there to cover an injury in the halves, I just think that you can't carry Bryce Cartwright and Arthur on the bench. Mm. You know, because Cartwright is also like a cover utility kind yeah. of player. And so in the grand final, like you want three blokes, which is near Korak, Kofusi and Brown. Like that's, they can impact a game like massively. Jake Arthur, I'll honestly be surprised. If, he, if it's a tight game, I don't think he gets on the field. Mm. Um, and that's, I'm not trying to be disrespectful with Jake. Well, like, he didn't get on the game the field last game, did he? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I just, I think he's there. If someone goes down in the halves, he can slot that. Do spot. you think someone like Bryce then is better to have over Jake, where it's like you're also going to be able to use him? Well, that's that's what I've been saying for the last few weeks. I'm, I'm surprised that Arthur has been put on the bench. Like I, I would have Bryce Cartwright there because. If Moses goes down, I would expect Brown to step in and run the run the team. Well, we were saying before, as uh, Sebo actually, our mate was saying before, if Moses goes down, it's game over. 100%. They're not going to win anyway. That's what I think. So, too. what are you you know what are you you covering? What are you covering? So you could argue the same with Dylan Brown to a lesser degree, obviously, but and also like it seems like a wasted bench spot in like, some way. If Moses goes down, the only way they win is if Cartwright comes on and has the best game of his life. Like, he reaches the Mate, potential we all thought he you'd could. You'd have to have a game of the decade. Whereas, like, I just can't see a, a world where Arthur, like Jake, because he's so young, coming on and, like... He's barely dominated a game at NRL. And then so, right? it's, it's interesting. I wonder whether it's... Look, it's worked, though. Fuck. It's worked. Well, like, it's worked at not using him. <laughs> I mean, he, there were two games where he did come on when Moses got injured, but in one of them, obviously, he came on and they, they lost. Moses got harmed. Oh, um, so... I personally would have Bryce over Jake, but if Jake's going to be there, I wouldn't have Jake and Bryce. And I th so I think that Nathan Brown is a good. good What's decision. where's Bryce at? Like <clears throat> that'd sting, being Bryce. And mm. like, 
I know that I'm not going down the, the nepotism fucking... I don't think that's it at all. But just being Bryce, like that'd fucking... You'd almost be pissed off, wouldn't you, going? You'd prefer to just have someone you don't use at all than have me in the side. Mm. Is yeah. he, how long does he at the heels for? Has he got any more? Is this the end of his contract? Has he got another year? Like, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's, yeah. <laughs> Look, the Jake Arthur on the bench, they're in a grand final from it. So you mm. kind of just have to Yeah, go. you can't knock it too much. Uh, like, what do you do? And also... I also feel sorry for Jake Arthur. For 100%. Like all shit that, like... All, and it's all just because of his last name. Like, if he was just a normal young half, you'd be like, look, maybe he shouldn't be there, but there would be nowhere near as much noise. The Storm also carried Nico Hines, and he didn't get on the fucking field against the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, cr- like, you know... Did he not play a minute? He didn't play then? a minute. Not even a minute. But because, like, the Panthers were coming back towards the end. Mm. So I think he was a bit, you know, a bit... So Bryce comes off contract at the end of next year. But in fairness to Brad Arthur, I'm looking at his games this year. <clears throat> he played last week, but before that, he didn't play since round 23. Like, he's been in and out all year. Yeah. He's been on the bench. So it's yeah. not like he's been in the side all year. Whereas yeah. Jake Arthur, he's been on the bench for a while now, hasn't he? You would also think, well, I would think, and I have no fucking idea because shockingly I've never played NRL, that the senior playing group might have a little bit of fucking influence would they or like would oh, Brad be talking yeah, to like sure. a Gutho Moses Absolutely. Brown thing about going like Jake on the bench what are we thinking Absolutely. and if they really didn't think so they'd be well, like well the one thing and I will say in Brad's defence like let's say you have you've got to have faith in your next half or whatever mm. and he has faith in him so the difference in today's game compared to yesteryear game even last year is the fact that there's a third doctor so the chances of someone going off with a head knock especially a half but people are hunting to give him a head knock is is quite high so you almost have to bring it on the bench as insurance like mm. that your half one of your halves is probably going to leave the field for 10 to 15 minutes for a head knock and so maybe like I, that is a smart I, again I, I know a lot of people think that if moses goes down it's just all done what is the next best option? Do you put Bryce Cartwright in that six role and then hope that Brown can be the guy? Or do you put a, a guy in there, Jake Arthur, who plays seven in reserve grade in his a seven and just hope that, you know, he has the game of his life or something? Mm. I, so, I, um, I hate Parramatta, right? I hate him. Do you? But I would be happy with <laughs> Brad and Jake sharing a father-son premiership oh man be incredible. when brad cried after jake made his debut and hugged him in the sheds again i hate Parramatta, but that really would, yeah i, I do no i do i thought we cleared that up well i wasn't i'm not death riding him oh okay. but i hate him two different things yeah but i would that was known. at that moment i'm also a father got me emotional <laughs> so i would like that what, what are you going to say matty Oh, yeah. So Jake has played nine of the last 11 games. Um, two of those were halfback when Moses was out. But for one of those games, which was last week, he didn't get on. So he's been in and amongst it. And he's been in and around. And to, in and around, stiff it about. And to be fair, like I know he came on against uh, Penrith and, and struggled a little bit, but he did play really well against Manly. I'm not trying to be dick, but he did play really well against mm. Manly. Like, he don't really couple of, that. I don't remember the game. <laughs> a couple of, uh, I think he set up the match winner. Actually. Yeah, two tries. Two tries. Um Apologies, guys. No, Apologies. I don't remember the game. It's, fine. it's all right. That's okay. Um, now, uh, and yet yeah, also just to be clear, I'm not saying that the 100% reason why Brown was picked is because of loyalty. I'm just saying I reckon there was a small part that probably played a little bit in that decision. Um, Tom Apicek, uh has been ruled out. Hamstring injury. Uh, Bailey Sirenson, who did a good job against the Cowboys, will play center. It is only his third career NRL game at center. I thought he was outstanding last week. And honestly... I kind of felt like if Opacek was fit, 
that there was a tough decision for Brad Arthur and Wonga Blake and Simonson who to go on the stink. You reckon they would have dropped him? I don't know if they would have, but I don't think it's an as easy a decision as people think. Has he been there all year? Tom, Simonson yeah. or, or Wonga Blake? Obacek. No, he came to, I think he was injured a bit in the middle of the year and then he came on towards but the end of the year. But when fit, he, I felt like he was away yeah. on the side. Yeah. Yeah. feel bad for that motherfucker. He's off to the Super League, I think. Yeah. He's so good for them. He just balances their roster out because he's just a good, solid, strong defensive centre. Um, I will say, like, that edge is going to get absolutely peppered, Bailey and, and Wonga Blake, in, with high balls, high balls. With coming down their edge. Is that, that's a kick-out side too, isn't it? I call, I have, call I correctly. Have, I have... Uh, yeah. No? No. No, no kick-out's on left. In a, Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is, because they're on right. If, if Kikau's on Obertich left, Simonson's Simerson, left. Simonson will be left because Obertich was left. Yeah, I, right I, I don't think. No, Wonga Blake, Wonga Blake is right, isn't he? Yeah, but isn't Simonson left Wonga Blake Simonson's right? filling in for Obertich. Yeah, but Penasini's the other side. Penasini's on the right. I think, I think Penasini and Blake are together. Isn't that Sebo and... And Sino and Simonson Obertich are left? Yeah. Yeah, and then Penasini and But I thought last week Bailey and Wonga Blake played next to each other. Ooh, yeah, see, so that may have changed. They may have kept Wonga on Wonga and, and Bailey on the right. No, Penasini's no, on Penicini the right. No, scored the try on the right. Scorer. Yeah, on the right, you're right. Yeah. And so, okay, so Bailey's on the left with Sivo outside him then. Yes. Yeah. Or was it Penasini and Bailey Simonson on the wing and then Wonga Blake and Sivo on the other side? No, no, Wonga Blake wasn't Wonga Blake was so on the right. The wing. He was definitely the wing. So, Kikau, uh, if, if we're right, Kikau will be at Wonga Blake and Penasini. And Penasini. Yes, that's right. And Penasini, uh, Benzini. Pen. Benzini. Benzini. Like the, their P's like Benzini. Okay. Benzini. Yeah. Didn't know not that. Not Penasini. No. Okay. Benzini. I'm not surprised I got that wrong. No, I, I got it Benzini. wrong too. They, they released, the Eels a while ago released like a um, video of them saying their names. Okay. Properly. There you go. Benzini. Well, I see Kikau running over Benzini. He's been fucking good in defence, Benzini. He's a great 19 year old. Um, like he's been flown under the radar. He came um, through with Suwali'i oh, yeah. um, and like was he's basically a lot of the, the highlights you see with Suwali'i, it's Benzini inside him. Got some stats that suggest that he's leaking tries though as, as the centres in the NRL. Wasn't Rando saying something about that in about even? I can't remember what he said. There's something like that. I can't help, sorry. He's leaking it or Wonga Blake's leaking it? No, him as a centre. It's interesting. Really? Like, again. You're going to have to watch about even. I'm sorry. But he did – he said – I'm pretty sure he said something about uh, Ben Cini. Not that he's not good, but when you're looking for, like, anytime try scorers and shit, that he has, I think, maybe leaked the most tries. Really? Eels. That's not that's including like, to in, me. In, maybe most tries in the Eels' side, not including Gutho, who's, like, the last man where you can't – like, it's not necessarily his – That is shocking to me. That Again. is actually shocking this way. I'll get fucking Rando onto that. Hey, if, if hey, if Rando says it, it's yeah. fucking it's gospel. You gotta, gotta be gospel. It's gospel. Gotta be. I gospel. just want to get up his um, tackle efficiency then to see what he's like. If he's missing, that is surprising because I thought he's I thought his defense is fucking strong as. In a. Um, so oh, it's twenty years old too. Apologies, guys. Tackle efficiency, 90%, 90.6%. That's a fucking great efficiency. So he's made 451 tackles and he's only missed 47. Okay. Maybe he has, maybe um, Rando Sakai has like a very like, he doesn't count 
the contact, he counts the read. You know what I mean? I have no idea how he does it. I think maybe it's just like missing a tackle for a try. Mm. Well, he's got one of the best tackle percentages in the comp for a centre. Um, Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Is that what you will, punters and dribblers? But as I said, maybe like if Rando stat guy says it. Well, Tom may have also. I could have also fucked that up, let's be honest. (laughs) Maybe it it could be that side. And if it's that side, you could make the argument it's the winger or it's a three in or whatever. Do you not remember? Because he sort of said, he goes, he goes like, like he's he's missed the most tackles that have resulted in tries for the Eels. Mm. Other I, than I've got to be honest with you, I do not remember. Fuck. But you and get in flow state. You get in flow state when you're on podcast. I wish I did, and mm. I don't. You're not saying you don't remember, as in you don't think you said it. You literally just don't. Remember. I do not recall. Yeah. I tell you what, though, this is a great cliffhanger to watch about even. Yeah, about even. We've we put that up on a platter. Yeah, yeah, like if you want the fucking answers. Number one betting show in the country. you got to go listen probably. to the number one betting show of all time. About even. Hello Sport. Subscribe to them on YouTube. Uh, what are you going to say, Matty? Oh, I was just going to try and add to it. that, like, Because that side has... That, there has been a lot of question marks over that like that edge. The whole this side. Whole, the whole side. Oh, yeah, for sure. So maybe sure. that's where it's coming from. Yeah, because like the, they have a tendency to jam in. We like jam. jamming in on our right side as well, the old Seagulls. Or we just like to fuck things up. Not even necessarily jam in. That side's been a problem, though. Okay. Not to make it about Manly. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. get it. I, I get well, right I could side see the connection, issues. though. I could see, I could see the connection. Yeah. So, well, this is a stat. In the last 10 grand finals, only once has the first try been scored on the right edge. And what? credit to random stats guy, Eddie Dunn, pilfer his fucking stats. I was about to say that. No, you won't. I was. You just didn't give me a fucking moment. Oh, I yeah. did. I let it pause. And I'm I pausing like, for not effect, gonna, mate. Let it not gonna, sink <laughs> in. He's not going to fucking credit our boy. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I think we've given... I've sucked his dick oh, enough yeah, yeah. to get... I mean, his dick's completely sucked. Oh, what do you, think, what do you think of that stat? Skinless. It's interesting. I, as in that stat. It's mm. a fucking great... Um, that's a good stat to come up with, it's Eddie. It's a good stat. How long take you Oh, mate. I've been looking at the numbers all week. Probably four hours. I'll tell you what, it's a great stat. I wonder if you could stat the stat man. So if you could like go through Rando Stats Guy's stats of like, you know, these tries happen here and then get a percentage of how many, how many times gets right. it gets done right. Stat the stat man. Stat the stat guy. Who, who polices the police? That's a great question. Who polices the police? Fact check the fact checkers. Exactly. Um, but yeah, devastated for Tom Alpacek. Uh you know, one of those real battlers in the NRL, plays his position, doesn't, he's, he's a no frills, gets his fucking job done. The centre is such a hard position to defend and he does it so well each week when he plays. Um, do you think this is a problem, boys? Or the, uh, the Eels? Eels are fucked either way, but yeah. Uh, they don't lose a whole lot, I think, with Simonson coming in, right? He's no, I don't, that, I don't think so. I, um, in the past, I've, all, I've often thought that... Uh, the ball could be spread a little bit wider to Sevo. Mm. And maybe it will with Simonson there. Yeah, fair, fair. He may, got, he may get more seed than he has in the past. I tell you what Sevo needs to do though. I want to see 15 to 20 runs from him. Just fucking trucking nut. Yeah, yeah well, that's what, I, well that's what I'm saying. Mm. He may no, well. but like coming off the wing. Just oh, come in, yeah, just truck. like fucking my, yeah, my hit yeah, up, bro. Truck my hit up, bro. Truck nut. Put yeah. those fucking quads and cars. He's so big. Holy shit. First, second, third hit up. Just get him in there. Get just a big bang him out, bro. Um, but what a, what an incredible moment for Bailey Simonson. You know, he'd been out for the, basically most of the year in, in regards to wasn't getting selected. Uh, Bailey Simonson is a fantastic ball runner. Uh, he actually ran for 
I think the most metres in their outside backs last week. Um, he's also a former All Black Sevens player. Okay. I think his old uh, man was an All Black. Yeah. Uh, so the good thing for the Eels is that he's going to bring meterage that sometimes they lack a little bit from their outside backs, mm-hmm. whereas the Penrith Panthers like Brian Toto, Critter, Taylor May usually, but um, they've got meters in their back. Dylan Edwards. So I was actually there? this shocked me because you just said that um, Simon's actually played a lot of this year. He played the first nineteen games, but that was because um, Sevo was out. Nineteen so games, really? Nineteen. I th- I would have thought it was around the ten or eleven. Yeah. So he played round one to nineteen all on the wing. Wow. wow. I didn't know that at all. Yeah, I th- I thought he like he played a decent, but nowhere near that much. Mm. That is crazy. It just shows you how easily you can forget. Like, well, then after round twenty, he played none up until last week, and like, so we're, that's what like ten games ago, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so you, you just you, far you lose memory. It's such, and also like I, there's there's certain things that happened at the start of the year that like are coming up now in like best moments and that, and I'm like, holy shit, did that happen this year? Yeah. yeah. Like, it was like a different time period back then. Yeah. It was a different world. Um, different world. So, yeah, massive congratulations to Bailey Simonson. Uh, I guess the one question will be the defence. Will they, you know, go down that edge and, and how well will he play at centre? Being, I think it's only his third NRL career game at centre. And he's got one of the great halfbacks, Cleary, just pulling the strings. Mm. Pulling the strings. Um, Tyrell May has Ty- been... Tyrell? I thought it was Tyler May. I thought it was Tyrell. <laughs> Ptolemy. Uh, Ptolemy has been ruled out with a hamstring injury. Uh, now, this is just a little dig from Matty here. He said, ironically, if he served his too much ban when the suspension was given, he'd be playing this week. What a fucking bitch. Oh, he's still stinging. He's stinging, he's stinging from the week last week. Um, it's I not actually, a bad point he makes, though. No, it's a good point. Yeah. Bitchy point, but a good point. It's, it's really fucking catty. Yeah, it's yeah. catty as it comes. It's like meow, yeah. meow. Yeah. As but you're writing, you're, you're literally writing on this bitch. Yeah, meow. But <laughs> scratching him and stuff. But you make a great point. You make a great point. Caddy yeah. as it may be, and sometimes caddy points are the best points. They can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. certainly can be. So Charlie Staines comes on the wing. Uh, look, plenty of speed, and if they if they need a, a really good finisher on the wing, I, I do I do think that like Tullamay though, he's a big big out. If if they are tall and tall and May, you'd almost like. It's not impossible to beat them, but I tell you what, that that roll on that those two boys get, it is incredible. So is Toto's preferred wing though the left <coughs> wing, which is where he's now playing again? Um, I think so, yeah. But he so can play both. No, of well. course he can play both. I just more mean like you've got he's he was certainly well vibe and vibe alone. It seems like he was doing a little bit less on, or maybe scoring less when he was mm. on the right. I think his meters were down a little bit compared, and that's like we're still doing two hundred. Of course, yeah, yet. you're nickel and dime. But yeah, but no, you're you right. Know. Like he, he's really hit form since he's, since he's jumped gone on back that to other, other side. side. Yeah, fuck, he's good. Yeah, he's good. He's so good. And I like he's got swagger. He's got pizzazz, you know. But then he's very humble and respectful off the field. He's got mm. the whole package. Or was he ninety post contact meters? Yeah. yeah, it was horny on the weekend. Threw one guy into three guys as yeah. he threw off fucking coach. Like a pinball of just people falling. Yeah, over. yeah. They just he just made them look like beaters. I just, I wonder, I wish you could measure like, like you can always do gym and that to see how strong someone is. But some people that are strong in the gym aren't strong on the field. Mm. I'd love to know if it's like, be able to measure their actual, like, I don't know, pound for pound, like actual strength. Field of strength. Field strength, yep. exactly. Field strength. Like for example, Greg Inglis's field strength would be off the charts. Yep. Yes. Um, 
And I wonder, like, To'o, he'd be... Like, they can't tackle him. No. It just constantly... Him and Tedesco. Every time Tedesco runs a ball, it's like a pinball. He's slippery. Like it. Like it just... It's like, like the... Like you know that jelly that... In beautiful French butter. You know that jelly that would, like... It, like, goes through your hands and shit? That's what he's like. And, fuck, how do you tackle him? <laughs> um... <laughs> Do you I mean like that, know that, jelly you know that goo? That goo. Like, oh, goo! Like, that stuff you used to keep in like a jar, and, it and like you pull gack. it out, and you like, yeah, and it's gack? hard to like. I don't it's know. Like I never it No, there was a thing called gak, but that was maybe where it made fart noises. You had, yeah, you can do fart noises with it. Yeah, I think that was gak. Gak's there's, also there's this like it was stuff like that's um, hard to grab. It was like slime. I think it was called slime. Mm. So that maybe not jelly slime. 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 So Tedesco is like slime. Slime. Yeah, I'd yep. go along with that for sure. Um, okay. Um, yep, so Charlie Sainz on the wing. Um, To'o on the wing. Um, now, we probably won't get into this because like, there's it's a lot of he said, she, she said uh, with the Panthers trainer. Um, so, yeah, basically there's been a drama. Uh, the, the Rabbitohs thought that a trainer said something to a player. Then the Panthers feel that that was misheard. Um, and basically... Yeah, well, I'm not going to get into it because we don't know what happened and it's just a he said, she said kind of stuff. So Why would you compliment the tackle? That's all I'd say. Why would you be saying anything if you're the trainer? Just shut the fuck up and work on your team. Well, I, we don't uh, know what he said. We don't know what he said. Um, transfer whispers. Broncos have reportedly signed ex-Storm hooker Tyrone, uh, Tyson Smoothie. One of the great names. Great name. One of the great names, Tyson Smoothie. You're There's smoothie. two Y's in there, You're a big there, smoothie guy. I don't mind a fucking smoothie, especially a smoothie with two Y's. Tyson Rugby league name, Smoothie, will always be a rugby league last name. It's fucking brilliant. And the kid can play. Yep, absolutely, you can play. And it's, it's probably what we need at the moment because, like, we haven't even settled on a hooker. We just we, – and we're probably going to lose Turpin because I think he's going to sign with the Roosters. Turpin's uh, going to the Chooks. Maybe, maybe. It's not oh, done that's yet. That's a great sign of it just when, when the Broncos let a player go and they're picked up by one of the great sides, you know the Broncos are making good decisions. Um, so look I think this is a great signing Tyson Smoothie Broncos Love it Tigers are holding out Hope that they can lure Cam Munster And Mitch Moses To the club Holding out hope <laughs> What sort of hope Are you holding out for? Dude it's It's sad To land Munster And Moses It's honestly sad It's what really fuck fucking are you sad on? <laughs> It's sad dude It's sad It's just sad It's so sad It's fucking It's terrible It's gut-wrenchingly sad What It's What's sad about it is that it doesn't make any sense. Well, but it's just not going to happen, right? It's just like, why? how can I know that that's not going to happen, but the Tigers don't? <clears throat> I'm an idiot, and I know that ain't happening. Tigers like, well, we'll hold out hope. Like, what the fuck? Is it more like you got to be in it to win it? I'll eat my ass if they sign both those guys. I'll eat your ass. And yeah. you want to eat an ass as well? No, thank you. Come on. Come on, get Look, in I'm on it. I'm not in the arse eating game. Well, but it's not going to happen. Aren't you? I don't want to do answer Do you think it's going to happen? Game. You don't eat arse ever? Look, do you, I, do you think it's going to happen? When I was watching Lord of the Rings and they said, don't trust or hope this land has been forsaken and then things turned around, maybe that's what's going to happen. Maybe uh, they're at Helmstein. show, though. Maybe. No, 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 no it's in the original, That's in the original, mate. Please keep up. Three-three hour film. Sorry, I forgot one fucking line. And they're actually more than three hours. That's a famous line. It's a famous line. I'm not a big Lord of the Rings And they're at Helmsteep. And all hope is lost. I would get Helms deep in my ass if they signed both those guys. <laughs> um, so, look, I'm not going to hold it against them for having a crack. 
There's a couple of tigers. But there is, I think there's a difference between having a crack and being realistic. The one thing I will say though, and I, like I agree, because I, I I'm like, well, what sort of what sort of progress are we making, right? Mm. Just going around town going, we want to sign Cameron Munster and Mitch Moses. Of course you fucking do. Mm. Everyone does. Yeah. Mm. Like, is that is that the best use of our time mm. and energy? Well, I will say this, that I don't understand why this even gets out because you've got three halves at your club that you're basically saying, we want someone else. Everything gets out of that joint. So it's like, how does that make Hastings, Dewey, Brooks feel? I mean, Brooks, I think, already knows he doesn't fucking... Yeah. No, they want... They want oh, Brooks. they want him again. They want to keep Brooks. Mate, wow. you, they, they, Brooks, is, Brooks is the man. Well, I thought they were maybe going to let it set him free, that poor bastard. But like, Hastings and Dewey, two players that other clubs would definitely sign, and you're continually, like, basically saying, we are going in a different direction. I was... That's a great point. Like, Hastings has been pretty good since he came back, and Dewey's good. Brooks, I think they should let that man free, mm. set him free. But like, if you love him, let him go. Let him go. Mm. Let the poor bastard f go. Or pay him a million dollars. Just fuck <laughs> it. We'll do that too. Pay him a million dollars and let him go. <laughs> but you're not gonna just. The Tigers aren't a club that's just gonna be able to bring on a fucking monster or a Moses. The Roosters could. Fuck the Broncos probably could. But the Tigers, you need to basically find a diamond in the rough or someone like Hastings who had to go away, repent, come back, like <laughs> repent. That's the way you do this, Tigers. You don't, you don't, you haven't earned the right to go and fucking sign a big thickie. Mm. You got to start again. Well, uh, you know, you look at the Panthers, the way they got out of this was developing Luai, Burden, Cleary, like, and yeah. then they, they supplemented it with guys like Api Corosau. Uh, Api Corosau, I thought was like, he was the key. He was literally the key. And so when I'm looking at the Tigers, I'm like, you know, yeah, okay, it's good to go after two big dogs, but why not at least try to focus more on the next generation coming through and just make finals footy for now with the guys you've got? Because, mm. like, with uh, Papali'i coming, even though it looks like he might not be turning up to preseason, they'll probably be sitting at the front going, where's, where's uh, Papali'i? Yeah. Is, uh, that, is, is it looking like that? Well, he said he's going to sit down with his manager after the grand final. That's what he said. Right. Um, but, you, like, you're right. There is a blueprint at the foot of the mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking copy it. And, and they've, they've got that Campbelltown area. It's like... It's huge it is, out there. It's a heartland. Of, like, it, if Penrith is a heartland, I'd argue Campbelltown area is also a heartland. It's it 100% is a heartland. And so it's like, the, the, why don't you go, you've got Dewey there, you've got Hastings there, you've got um, Brooks there. Why not build around that? Maybe just judge your forward pack up a little bit Apicorosau Papali and then try to get the next big thing coming through that's 16 or 17 and bring him in like the when Panthers you've got did. some runs on the board that's what I think I know. and so when they keep doing this it's like you may you may not only not get those two you may lose Dewey and Hastings because they're sitting there going are you serious like oh yeah mad okay I'll just bounce then I'll go to a club that actually wants me there and it just surprises me especially I don't, after they wouldn't let Dewey go down to the fucking storm, storm. And they're like, oh, but now we're also going to go for Munster and Moses. It just, that's, that's like, we want to win grand finals in a year. It's like, that's, you don't, you're not going to do that. You're not you're gonna not, do you it. guys haven't earned that. But I, what I don't get is like, even if you are going after these players, don't let anyone know. But that doesn't even work at the Tigers. Because anyone that's fucking, concern. everyone tells everyone. That's it's like, we need to keep this a secret. It's a great point. <laughs> don't by the way. you tell anyone. Don't you tell anyone. Oi, fucking. There isn't a is. secret that has been kept secret at that club. Hey. No, Look at the, even the Cowboys. 
they didn't go and make any big dick signings. They got Chad, who was like, you know, he wasn't a prem. He was a yeah, would you call him a premier halfback? I mean, he won a premiership, but he mm. wasn't like one of the main guys. Mm. You're making like. Smart, astute signings yeah. to try when and got work your way out of it. They got Dearden, a, a, a reject from the Broncos, and what, what a bad decision that Val was. Val Holmes, well, he was already there, but like you know, they got him back from the NFL. We're still a punt. He's getting off. paid, punt, right? yeah, nine hundred k or something. Massive punt. Yeah. To hold out hope that the Wooden Spooners club in disarray can sign the number one six in the game and a top five seven at the same time. It's fucking lunacy. While your back rower that it's you've lunacy. just signed from the uh, the Eels is literally about to bail on you. Mm. But let's see if we can get Munster and Moses. Again, yeah. blueprint from the Panthers is there. Rip it off. And then to a lesser degree, the Cowboys, just little changes. But mm. remember, though, if the Tigers are able to sign both of them, Eddie and I will both be eating my ass. So there's that. Is that? Denham probably will as well. No. He said he would. He winked. No. Um, you know, as I, I mean, I say it right. I feel sorry for the Tigers. They're trying to do the right thing, but it just doesn't. But is that the right thing? Well, it isn't the right thing, but they're trying. They think it's the right thing. Like they're trying things. But, that, that's but, not so, but like, at what point? And again, the individuals at the club. Obviously, everyone's like a person, and you're, but like just the club, which is how you're looking at it. That's not the right thing. They're oh, not, I, I the agree. People trying to do this shit consistently are fucking it up, mm. and there's no real. Well, well what I was going to say is, is like. I feel like they initially handled the Appy and Papali'i contract really well. I thought they nailed that. Like, mm. no dramas, it was quiet, boom, gets done, and you're going, mate, they're looking like, at the very least, in a really good year, they could fight for eight to ten with Appy and um, Papali'i there. And then, you know, this continues to happen. It's just surprising. I don't understand. If you're going to do it, just do it privately, behind closed doors, behind closed doors. But also, those signings were good and realistic. They were fantastic. These are... Not realistic. These are so, but that's that's what I'm dumb. saying. We're like clearly they can do good things. That was really really well done from the Tigers. More of that. More of that. I actually thought they had a great off season. I think it was off season in recruitment last year. I remember we were talking about how well they handled everything. So it it can be done really well there. Then I just they sucked match. Mm, then they sucked match. But it can be done. The good thing is is that evidence is there that they can do good things. Like Appy is. Some people think Uppy's the best nine in the comp right now, and they mm. landed him. And like a nine, you could argue, is to some people more important than a seven or six or a fullback. Uh, I don't think so. I think your seven is, is your guy. But the tie, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, is like they are doing some good things. They landed Appy Corosau, who is an origin gun hooker. But, that's, but that's, that's the point. They can do good things, and then they revert to this rubbish it's like it's like a boyfriend who's let down his missus not mm. necessarily through cheating but just through bad behavior mm. and then it's like I promise, behavior. I promise i'll change promise i'm going to be good again and then starts to be good starts to like come home after a night out and like stay home <coughs> let's go do exercise together let's this then you know you get that text message from the boys and then you disappear for a couple of days mm. that's this yeah. yeah but i mean can't we all you relate? come home covered in glitter mm. Can't, well, can't we all, well, except the glitter part, but can't we all relate from the text with the, the mates? And well, not me. I'm elite. I'm one of the great partners all time. Um, I don't think... But I, I've learned from my mistakes. I don't, think it's, I, don't think, I don't think it's the text message issue that's the issue. It's mm. the couple of days. Mm. Mm. You know? Yeah. Mm. So three or four days out of action, come home stinging a ramen and covered in glitter. Yeah, yeah it doesn't fly after, doesn't fly. after a while. It doesn't yeah, fly. Okay. you got to grow up at some point. Yeah. Well, that's never flying. True. It's a great point. It's never flying. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway, there's mm. some uh, relationship advice from Tom. Mm. Um, also, just quickly, uh, there's a new section 
new segment um, that I wanted to bring to the show. Mm. Unfortunately, Tom, you can't be a part of it. That's all right. Look, you can't be part of everything. So, Eddie. Yep. Mitchell Moses just had a kid. Yep. And I want to give Mitchell, or you know, you listen to this. I, me and Eddie want to give you advice on how to get a good night's sleep before the grand final. Yep. Now, I will go first, Eddie, if you yep. want, or would you like to go first? Like, do you want me to go first? If your advice first, or I can go first, like I'm easy. Like, mm. I, for example, put the baby in the bed and turn the light off and leave and it will go to sleep. Wow, that's, yep. that's good advice. Also, just keep them up during the day. Yep. Oh, yeah. Just keep them awake. Yep. Because then when what happens when they get to bed? Tired. Tired. Mm. Exhausted. Mm. Yep. And then... That's good. Boom. Straight yeah. off. That's Absolutely. So night before the GF, make your kids start for 24 hours. Yeah. Well, you probably need to, like, because they have to nap and shit. So you wouldn't even need to do that. Just when they get up in the morning, just keep them awake all day. Keep yeah. them awake all day. Mm. Yep. And mm. then you'll get a good night's sleep before the grand final. 100%. Fucking oath. Piece of piece. That's easy. Yep. Yeah. And it's a brand new baby too. They're not hard. No. No, no, they're, they're actually are, easier. They're way easier, and they don't need sleep, and that, and they don't get overtired. You're not allowed to talk because no, no, I'm, I'm it's not your segment. I'm just saying, I like that's interesting. Insight, but I thought I, I made it clear it wasn't your segment. I'm not giving any insight. <laughs> you just gave insight. No, no, I was, I was oh, agreeing with you. I was we like, no, don't want great. your biased insight. No, 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 of course. We're giving this is Tom and uh, this is Denon and Eddie's talk babies. segment, talk talking babies, babies. Yeah, and you're ruining it. Critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. I apologize. So Mitch, if you're listening, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Keep the baby up. Yep. The day before, keep it up as long as you can. Yeah. Turn the light off when you leave. Make sure, because they can stay up. You turn the light on, they're going to stay up. That's like obvious stuff. Yeah. Mm. Turn it off though. Yeah. And you close the door. Yeah. They will turn the go to sleep. Off. Turn Take away the off. screens and shit. They will go to Blue sleep. Blue light's bad for sleep. Bad for no sleep lights. And, um, and like, if you don't want to, if you don't want to heed that advice, if you're a bit nervous about that advice, just go get yourself a hotel room. Mm. That's a good point. That's, and probably got a 40s on the. Fucking oh, they good. I'll be like, Matter best room you got. What? Penthouse. For the week, for the week, just go to the penthouse and let the missile take Or just take go, stay the out, go stay at the Novotel out. Go stay at the Novotel out at Homebush. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have the boys back there after yeah. the game, and you don't even get in trouble for going with the boys because you're already with the boys. Yeah, and we do that. And you're not a shit bloke for leaving your missus like for the whole week without helping with the baby. No, no, it's, it's work. It's work. Matter of fact, you could even charge the the house to work, the the penthouse to work. There you go. There is baby advice. Talking babies. <laughs> You'll probably get divorced and your kid will grow up without any sleep. But there's baby advice with Denon and Eddie, Eddie mm. and Denon. <laughs> great segment. That was great. That was great. Fucking love it. No, that was great. Thanks great for insight. that. That wasn't frustrating to listen to at all. <laughs> um, we've even got Cam over there. Cam, what do you think about the baby's advice? Good, good advice? Um, no, no, it's all right. Just quick answer. <laughs> exactly yeah. see exactly exactly yeah. all these parents complaining about being tired yeah. not sleeping they yeah. haven't heard eddie and denon's bloody parenting <laughs> advice <laughs> babies, no. yeah. um okay now on to sean lane looking likely to extend a three-year contract for about 650 a year love the draft love the big fella yeah. um 650 Slender i reckon I, I mean maybe it's accurate i'd say he'd probably land around the five 500k a year i think i'm paying him 650 after the week you reckon? yeah oh he's fucking easy i've late. always rated sean lane he was when he where did he start dogs then warriors and manly then he was mm. the, the way he went but he just always had a bit in him mm. he was always able to he was manly's top try scorer the year the last year he played for manly like he just was one of those players that sort of found a way to do good things mm. he's maybe like <laughs> a little bit sort of misleading because he's just a 
fucking beanpole. But <laughs> the way he played on the weekend was like, this guy, kid can play. Kid can play. He's a footy player. I like him. I like Sean. And I'm happy to see him get a, a nice, decent contract. Denon's obviously trying to rob you of 150k <laughs> a year, Sean. I think you're worth 650. Yep. I think it starts with a six for Sean. Yeah. Mate, things were happening around him on the weekend. It was incredible. Things were happening, and he was making things happen. Man of the match. And then things were happening around him because he was making things happen, and he was offloading like Sonny Bill Williams. Mm. But he was offloading so well, people weren't even ready. Scrawny Bill Williams. Scrawny Bill Williams. People weren't even ready for him. Mm. Yeah. They weren't even ready for that fucking seed. So, Sean, he get after it. Mate, what an He's incredible story. He's in terrific story. Form, form of his career. Formu's career gets a big contract for it. Absolutely. Was incredible on the weekend. And I think he goes away with Australia. I think he does. We love I'd that. be happy to see that for Sean. Or at the very least gets named in the squad. Who was starting him? Mickey Ennis was starting him? I think Mickey was starting him. Mickey started him. I think, he, I think Mickey Ennis was starting Sean Lyon. <laughs> yeah. Um, now Storm confirmed. Cooper John's left the club. Is he going anywhere else? We know where he's going. I'm um, not sure yet. but Has he uh, got Super League on the, on the mind? I'm not sure. Maybe he might come back, play with a Q Cup. Um, Q Cup I think he's still like Only 22, 23 So mm. plenty of footy Left in him um, Other news uh, 2023 season Will be 27 rounds And each Each will have Three buys And sorry I forgot to put this in Because I just saw it It's going to It's going to be The earliest start Since 2001 So it's going to be The 2nd of March Will be the start so of the season So two weeks earlier Two weeks earlier That helps me Because That's I a long season 27. I was meant to have A wedding the weekend After that And I was like One of my missus friends I was like I don't want to miss The first round of rugby league For a wedding <sighs> That's a 27 rounds? That's long. The reason I don't like that is because I hate weekends where Manly isn't playing and now I've got to deal with three of them. Mm. What's, how's the buy set up? Because there's no Sunday game next year, is there? So for Origin. So we've got to go back to... So we've got three... Or... How's it working? Are they doing the bulk? So are you missing around because there's uneven teams and then they do like one of those bulk buy things that they used to do? A bulk buy? You're buying in bulk. Buying in bulk. Do you know what I mean though? Like what, there'll be a round where there's only four games. I hate those rounds. They're awful. They'll probably do them around the origin period, you'd suggest. Don't forget though. Don't forget though. There's going to be a buy every week. No, I understand that. So then they won't probably do a buy round. But if you have round. three buys. So we two buys. Probably around origin, I'd say. I don't have any <coughs> visibility in my mind about what you're trying to say, and that's not your fault. It's my ability to visualise anything. Really well, so there's like. 27 rounds and there's 17 teams, right? Mm -hmm. So... There isn't enough rounds for you to have your three buys by yourself. So there's got to have to be bulk buy rounds. Sure. Hmm. And I'm saying, when are they? And I was asking our little friend, Matty the Waterboy, who didn't have an answer. The Scissor King. The Scissor King. Yeah. Um, it just got announced. So it's, you know, maybe it's not fully fleshed yeah. out. But uh, three buys, 27 rounds is super long. A lot Holy. of rounds. Like that's, what I, was it, 25 I, this year? I'm going to. It's too long. I think it's too long, man. It's, it's too long. Are they playing more games? But let's let's like push more. Like I think we should need to push more like the international game, like open up time. So for it's that. no. So it's twenty four round. You play twenty four games, like yeah. like normal. Mm. That must be built into the um the deal to the. Apologies if that burp was picked up by the microphone. I it did try been. and turn away. It came quickly. Um. Anyway, 
Uh, nothing's confirmed. Nothing's yet. confirmed. Yeah, yet. Okay. Uh, now, Malmeninga has said Dylan Edwards is such a good player and he's in the picture for sure. He probably deserves a spot of uh, in the squad. Uh, be incredible rise. Um, now, uh, Raiders reportedly reached out to Michael Maguire to be an assistant. They have lost their two assistants from this year. Whoa, that'd be a hard. You've got Ricky Stewart and Michael Maguire. Two angry motherfuckers. You Imagine them punching on. Jeez. Um, Paddy Carrigan awarded Queensland MVP. Just quickly, Matt, uh, R- Ricky and Michael, have you seen those videos of Russian guys just in phone boots beating the fuck out of each other? <laughs> yeah. I imagine that'd be like training with, with Ricky and Matt. <laughs> and then yeah. in the car and shit. Yeah, yeah, just in the car. On the way to weird training. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, just punching on. Does like someone sit down and go, where can we fight next in Russia? Dude, yeah. Dude, it's so weird. What about how they start with their seatbelts on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Hey, my, and like, what so, am I watching? So that means that they would literally be training taking the seatbelt off because that first punch... Is, is very important. It's very, very important. You got to get out of the blocks well. So if you're seeing someone in a car doing this all the time, he's probably an MMA fighter. Could be in Russia, <clears throat> in Russia, which yeah. is scarier. Yeah, it's heavy hills. Um, Samoa have picked eight grand final players in their squad. Fuck, shows you like their squad's stacked. Stacked, but shows you like once they get playing together and the systems get all put in, fuck, it's not going to be lack for talent that's going to stop them from winning games for sure. Um, now. Grand final preview. Panthers versus Eels, Core Stadium. Round nine, Eels win 22-20. Round 20, Eels won 34-10. Finals week one, 27-8 to the Panthers. Boys, Tommy, how do we see this panning out? I think it's more of the same for uh, Penrith uh, from the finals week one. I think they hump them. Eight and a half start, I think it is. I think you fucking gobble that up. Yeah, I'm looking to gobble. Oh, you gobble. Gobble. Yeah, yeah. I just think, mate, <clears throat> they're fucking primed, playing unbelievably. Third grand final. They know what they're doing now. Yeah. See, this They've is already it. won one. The pressure's off. Yeah. The Eels boys will be fucking nervous. Shitting their pants. But this is also to go into, like, you know, all-time great team status. And they're all, like, five years old, so it's just, like, ridiculous. They've got that, that fella right there is out there just pulling the strings. Like, Nathan Cleary, if you're not mm. watching the YouTube. Um I just think they'll be too strong. I really do. Mm. And I just, I think that, and Tom and I have been talking about it, I think that some of those Eels boys will be playing the grand final mm. before the grand like final. Like, I, I woke up at like three in the morning last night and I just had to call, I, go, I called Eddie, he's like, yeah, what's up? And I just go, dude, I think the Eels are going to play the grand final before the game. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, bro, same. Like, uh, tell me Mitch Moses isn't laying in bed every night playing the grand final. Yeah, he might be playing it right now. That's he, what, has someone checked a cool stadium? Dude, he might be out there. He'd be out there playing. And that would be the same for fucking every one of their side. Who, has anyone in that side won a grand final for the Eels? I don't I think so. I think there's only got two players, I think. So they've got M- Madison. Madison, yeah. And, and I don't know who the other one is. I can't remember. But well, uh, one that we know of. Um, I think it might just be Madison. Yeah, Look. whereas the absolute bulk of that team has already – they've played two grand finals and they've won one. I will say I think that if the Eels complete over 85%, they win. I think Eels at their best can actually match, like, beat the Panthers. Are you? Did you know, and we had only sort of just found this out, that Mitch Kenny is the real deal? He is a footballer. He's did that. You know, but did you, were you aware of that? He's a real deal. He's the real deal. No, I was. I thought Mitch was, the real deal, Kenny. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah, that's, that's his a, name. That's his name. That's his. That's on name. his birth certificate. Mitch the real deal, Kenny. Fuck. It's it on his birth certificate. Yeah. Kick and play. <laughs> oh, he's the real deal. He's a footballer. Yeah. Hundred percent. Really. And he makes deals that are real. Oh fuck. Yeah. He makes deals that are real. He makes real deals. He's never bought anything fake. Seriously, dude. We, Mitch we, is the real deal. Is is the Eels' performance on the weekend of any concern to you? Well, because they were they were pretty ordinary. Well, so especially was, in the first so half. So was Panthers in the first half. 
They just they, you oh, know. they didn't get any footy though. They, I, they, I, think, I, think, they were, I well. think they were just patient. Yeah. And once the tide turned and it did, they put thirty but two I and think that was, points on. I think that was more Rabbitohs making crucial errors at crucial times. I, I, I don't I just think that okay, once they first half, the first twenty minutes, I just thought they were completely out classed and whatever. And look, it's an eighty minute game and this is what Pen, Penrith do. Like huge point. That's that's what they do. They they just go, oi, you, you might have a great 20 minutes, but if you aren't willing to do this 80 minutes, we will squeeze you out of the game before you know it, you're down by fucking 13 plus. Um, so, and that's why, so I look at the second half of the Eels and they had about a 90% completion rate and they came all the way back into the game and that's why I just think that completion rate is key for the Eels. If they can complete around 85%, I think they could maybe shock the sun, <laughs> shock the sun into exploding. Do you think though the Eels could withstand the like they had to do a lot of defending? Yeah. In the oh, back. I, at the I'm end of the second Panthers. half, I don't think the Panthers. I don't think they could defend the Panthers for that amount of time. Oh, I'm picking the Panthers. I think they've just they got too much grand final experience. I there there is a chance they could first twenty they might struggle the Panthers because they could get a bit too calm and too confident. But over an eighty minute game, I just I just cannot see how. They would lose it. Like they're just too experienced. They they this is the way that the type of footy they play, I just think the Eels don't play eighty minutes as well as the mm. Panthers. And that sounds like, well, of course they don't play eighty minutes. But you know, Eels may play better for patches, but let's say the Eels play nine out of ten for patches. The Panthers play eight out of ten, eighty minutes, and not a second where they play any less, in my opinion. And that's where I think they get the win done. Mm-hmm. Cleary's also got really nice eyebrows. Yeah. He does have nice eyebrows. Just the the Panthers 80. remind you that you got to play for 80 minutes. you got to play for 80 minutes. It's an 80-minute game. For at least 80 minutes. It's a game of two halves. you got to play 80 minutes. At least 80. A lot of these young bucks forget that too. Absolutely. Come of course out. they do, mate. Yeah, I thought this was a 20-minute game. fucking yeah. short, sharp, you know, snackable content. It's yeah. like, no, dude, 80 minutes minimum. they got an attention span of TikTok. Yeah. Yep, that's right. You can forget your 70, your 68s, your 65s. Hell, your 55s. You're going to play your 80s. And guess who the master of TikTok is? Fucking Cleary. He's doing exactly. dances during bloody... Yeah. He, gets, he understands the power of an 80 the, performance. <laughs> Mate, he was doing dances in the middle of bloody... Mate, well, shit. listen, if he could do 80-minute TikToks, he would have. He just knew that it was, it was the only amount of time that the, uh, the, the, the app at that stage allowed. That's what I mean. I reckon they, they considered releasing 80-minute videos for Cleary specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'll go on all right. <laughs> You're going on. Um, quickly, quick question with the Cleary. Uh, I know we've already spoken about he needs to own Origin Series, but if he wins another grand final, he has to be on the same trajectory as any great foot halfback. Well, he's, he's, mm. he'd technically be ahead. Yeah, yeah, yes. he'd actually be ahead be of ahead. all the great foot halfback. And then it's just about you crazy. know, eventually, he's only twenty four. Yeah, then you will he'll start to dominate Origin the way he dominates NRL. And everything will be him good. at twenty nine. Look out! I will say this is the first final series that's been Cleary's. Yep. You know, I feel like the other final series he was was nowhere near as always. It was good, but this is a series where each game that they've played in the finals, we've all gone holy fuck! Like Cleary mm-hmm. has killed it. I mean, he's won a minute match both games, hasn't he? Yep, he has. And so, in regards to people saying, "Oh, he hasn't owned the big moments or whatever," like if he wins this grand final. He's owned a final series now. Mm. Literally, the only he'll own the international scene. I have no doubt he'll be able to do that. Um, the only other avenue for him to dominate will be Origin, and I think he'll do that. It'll happen. His He's twenty-four. Yeah. yeah, it'll come. It'll um, come for sure. Okay, now grand final day, four thirty p.m. The Locker Room Hotel. Myself, Hello Sport, Guru, Timmy, live show before the grand final. 
Make sure to be there. On top of all of that, go to bloke.shop, grab a DMP shirt. Uh, the sale closes, the pre-sale closes next Monday. So once that is closed, guys, boom, that is it. So if you want to get a DMP shirt, make sure to get there now and grab one. We will not be redoing this design. Anything else, boys, going on? Uh, our podcast with Rabs drops tomorrow. The great and powerful Ray Warren, Thursday morning. Was it a good one? Fuck yeah. Mate. Loved it. What was it like sitting next to the greatest voice in Australian sport? Surreal. And you're like, fuck, you got a good voice, dude. Yeah, yeah, his voice still fucking. He's all voiced voice. up. Oh, his all voice still young. His voice still trucking up. He's all voice. I wonder if, like, you know when he was, like, 16 or whatever, you know, the beautiful women in his life, all men, realised the voice they were being serenaded by. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it'd be hard to miss. That voice. When it, that when voice it, fucks. When it broke, it would have been like, oh, God. What happened there? Good lord! Oh, you know what? I'd, I'd love for some kind of like, like hero story where it broke in some bizarre fashion that made him this incredible voice. You know, butter across the world melted the day his voice broke. That's what we're being told. I tell you what, a grand final without Rad's voice hurts a little bit. Yeah, it'll be tough. He designed the grand final ring. We actually didn't talk to him about that, but he helped design the grand. It's a little final. teaser. That's a little teaser. We actually don't touch on it at all in the. Podcast. Oh, okay, fuck. But he did. But he okay, did. well, to shout to Rabs. There's more great stories like that, but not that one specifically. No, yeah, not that's that right. That's like that'll like butter you up for yeah. stories that like are it, actually ac- in there. exactly. The podcast was so good you didn't even talk about it. Didn't that. even touch on it. No, nah, couldn't. Not enough time. Too many good other yarns. Yeah, yarns to talk about. Maddie, what do you got? I was just gonna say before we wrap up, give us a quick, very, very quick Clive Churchill score prediction. Uh I've got Panthers I've got Panthers twenty six ten. Fisher Harris, Clive. Uh, Panthers 36, 36 to 16. Dylan Edwards, Clive. Oh, you can't say, I said Edwards. When did you say Edwards? I said Edwards in my well, head. hang on, hang on. <laughs> but like, I went before you. But I went last week. But yeah, how is he, how is he to know? I said it was last week. Right, so then why would, so you can't say it two weeks in a row, sorry. Yeah. I said last week this nah, week. Nah, <laughs> no, that works. You gotta pick someone um, else. No, nah, I'm going Edwards. Um, and actually, I'll go someone else then. Um, Happy Corsair, man of the match. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 22 12. 22 to 12. To the Panthers. To the Panthers. Okay. Uh, but, I, but to be clear, even though I, I love what the Panthers are doing, I do want the Eels to win, if I'm being honest. Fuck the Eels. Fuck the Eels. Losers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank yep. you.